106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Our Lady of Blessed Acceleration, don't fail me now. It's time for Drive Radio, presented by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Whether you need help diagnosing a problem. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive. Hey, how exactly does a positive track rear end on a Plymouth work? It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560, The Source. All right, it is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Steve Horvath, Larry Unger answering phones, as he did already through Fix-It Radio, Charlie Grimes as well. He is our engineer for the day. So thank you all very much for listening. Had a great first hour there with Fix-It Radio. And uh, I put this out yesterday because we did this yesterday in our uh, our rental movie reviews Yesterday afternoon on Rush to Reason, I wanted to go ahead and continue the theme through today just because we had so many we didn't even get a chance to get to yesterday. That's today's question of the day, since it is Memorial Day weekend, is what's your favorite war movie? <laughs> so just call us, tell us why. Easy. This is an easy question of the day. 303-477-5600. What's your favorite war movie? Don't forget Indianapolis 500 will be tomorrow as well. I kind of, I, I don't know. I kind of almost forgot that. I it, hate, I hate to say that, but I almost did. It has, it's lost its luster, I guess, to us. I, I, I you know, it used yeah. to be so front and center when we were kids, and now it's. Why, ha- why is that, Steve? Why I, has it? And by Steve Horvath, as you can all tell from Gino's Auto Service, with me today as well as you can tell. So, why, why has it done that? That is interesting. I. Because it has. You're right. You know, you remember Andretti and AJ and all those people. When and, we were kids, you, you, you know, yeah, you were, you it was almost like Christmas morning. I mean, you were up, ready to go. You'd do whatever you needed to do. And once it came time for the 500 to come on, you were glued to the TV. It's not that way anymore. Yeah, I don't think I've watched a race in Why? 15 years. So what's changed? Yeah. And by the way, those of you listening, if you have an answer for us, please let me know yeah, what it I'd is. Hear it. Um, is it the, you know, is it the politics of racing that have you know, gotten involved, you know, why have, especially Indianapolis, I know there's a lot of you listening that are really big Formula One fans, by the way, great, fabulous, and for those of you novices that are listening, there is a big difference between Indianapolis, IndyCar series, I should say, and a Formula One car. They are not one and the same. While they may look similar to each other, they are vastly different from one another. Do you think it's the rise of the stock car? Oh, that was always big. Yeah, maybe, of, of NASCAR. Maybe that has of NASCAR. I'm sorry, talking about yeah, NASCAR. Yeah, yeah, could be. I, th- I think maybe that has taken over some of it. I have a nephew that's been to a few of those events, and he says it's one of the funnest things. Oh, they ever. are. I, I've never done it. I've, I, I've never been to a big, big race like uh, Daytona, but I've been to a lot of the other, you know, quote unquote, smaller races. And yeah, there's just action all the time. It's fun. Now I've been to Indy when right. I was a kid. It's been a long, long, long time ago. I was. I must have been. I didn't have my permit quite yet. So I must have been 14. Okay. I have to go back in time and listen. I can actually go back and tell you the year because the Buick uh, Regal was the pace car. And because we were a Buick dealership, oh. we were able to go back and we actually drove one of the replica pace cars back home. It was a tur- turbocharged uh, Buick Regal back in the day. I can go back and look and tell you, but I believe that would have been 1978 because I would have been 14 at the time. And I'm pretty sure that was the 
I think I'm pretty sure it was 1978. Was a, not to talk, switch subjects, but that was a pretty, pretty cool car, that Regal with the turbo. It was back in the day. Yeah, that was a pretty. There yeah, was I mean, a, for that, was first, that was first yeah. turbo car. Yeah, yeah Buick had a lot well, to do with turbocharging. First, first, but, you know, no, but, very unusual. Yeah, and, and they and to give you know General Motors, Buick especially, credit for even where we're at turbocharger-wise to now. I don't think people really realize this. While a lot of the imports had turbochargers and such, I will say that I think... You, you've got to give a lot of credit to Buick back in the day for really sticking to it and learning and growing through a lot of the issues that early turbo cars had. Uh, you, you really can give Buick a lot of credit for figuring out how to make all those things work on a, a you know, regular, everyday basis because they really did uh, kind of innovate, if you would, a lot of that technology that we are probably still, not probably, we are using today. So it's come a long ways from then. But anyways, John and Cheyenne is up next. John, welcome, sir. Hey, so how are you today, John? I am very good. How are you, sir? Uh, well, so yesterday, my wife and I had to go down to Castle Rock, okay? Okay. Made the so trek, huh? We left Cheyenne. Huh? Made the trek. Right. Yeah, it's a, it was... So we left Cheyenne and stopped at the Timmouth uh, Costco, which is actually Fort Collins, at right, Army right, Road, right, you right. know the area. Yep. And topped off... You know, and you got to shut the truck off. So he topped off, put a full tank in it, and right went. So then we were heading south, and Waze recommended taking the toll road and just looping around and avoiding yep. downtown Denver yesterday. Yes. I was about at exit 5 on E470 going south, right before you come back up to I-25 on the south side there. Mm-hmm. And the service four-wheel light, four-wheel drive light came on. Hmm. I didn't hear anything. I didn't see anything. Okay. So we went to the to uh, Castle Rock. I shut the truck off. I got out, got my jeans dirty, looked underneath, didn't see anything out of the ordinary, didn't hear anything, you know. So I said, all right. We did our errands, about an hour and a half worth, got back in the truck, and it was off when we started it. Drove back north, took the toll road again, so I'm trying to give you mileage-wise. We were just coming up on Johnson's Corner, and it came back on again. Hmm. Weird. And, okay, so I, so we went, then we went to Costco. We went to Costco, ran a few errands, stopped in at dinner in Fort Collins, and started, and it was off the whole time, all the way back home. So it seems like after maybe like an hour 20, hour 30 minutes, of driving is when it was hitting. Any idea? Is it uh, is it uh, uh, obviously part time for four wheel drive? You change it in and out from two to four. That yeah, yeah. Of... It's the it's the 2011 Ram 1500. It's got the little knob. You go yeah. two, four, four low. So it has nothing to do. You're not even in four wheel drive. I, the only thing I was thinking is something with the yeah. speedometer. Um, you know, maybe it's it's not getting a good signal from the because it's using for it's using a waveform now so even though your gauge your speedometer may be working maybe it's getting a little glitch in there and kind of for a few seconds okay but, but yeah it would, uh, it it would w- take an hour an hour and a half for it to go on and yeah then it may when, take a, like it's when it's up. but you know that's a pretty yeah. wild that's a pretty wild guess i think a scanner would help it may still be in there but okay. i would i would not be surprised if you don't have the code or anything in there still yeah, I went online because you, you know, and mm-hmm. every shade tree mechanic that ever existed, and they said that there's a certain code that that would throw, and it shouldn't leave the computer even when it goes off. 
Okay. So most of the time you're thinking just get it into my yeah. Um, now the other thing I read I is when that service four wheel drive comes on it won't let you go into four wheel drive. Um, will it be a problem driving it to town so I can get it into the shop about thirty miles? I don't. I don't believe so. I think you'd be just fine. Oh, I don't need that. Yeah, I think you'd be just fine. I, I, it's just a, it, it's a little glitch in the sensor. You know, you're not going in four wheel drive, so it's not a, at this point. Right. The only other thing I was thinking about, is if the front drive is trying to slot is go in or something like that. It's silly, but. And, and I had that happen about two years ago. Oh yeah. Where all of a sudden the four wheel low light would start flashing while I was driving. And it actually, there's a motor that operates the two, four, four-wheel load drive. And I had that replaced about two year, 18 months, two years ago. Mm. They, so They could be part of tied I, together. I know, I've seen that happen. Yeah, we, uh, we'd hope that the so, uh, computer in that uh, Dodge is, is, has enough memory to remember why it turned on. You know the the check engine light okay. parts. You know they're they're pretty good memory, but some of those four wheel drive stuff isn't. They didn't put the right okay. memory into it. it. Like they 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 should. Or we wish they would. So they would give us a little direction. All right. So you you John uh, Steve, you guys don't think I'll have a problem getting it into town to get it looked no, at? No, not at all. All right, John. Question of the day. Yes. Well, from yesterday, they died with their boots on. You didn't know that movie? I didn't know that, no. That no. is Errol Flynn as George Armstrong Custer, his life story. Huh. I'll that, have to watch that it. That is... I, I think yep. I've seen And that one I recommended, Battleground, is on Turner Movie Classics Monday night at <laughs> 6. I don't know if you... It's, it's, they, so if you want to see it without... Uh, waiting if you go to their uh, website you can uh, okay. watch it on demand all right i will do that john i appreciate that right. enjoy your weekend i'll, I'll do it to you next week thank you sir appreciate it very much we'll take a quick break real quick i did figure out too uh it was the i went to the 1981 indianapolis 500 so i was a little older than i thought i don't know why i don't know <laughs> that's a long time ago 81. let's just say that so 1981 well, yeah. was the one i went to but it was so it's still been a long while back, but you know, yeah. I, so I guess I I was uh, of driving age barely at that time. So I'd probably been driving a little bit at that point in time. Yeah, we had our permit then. I had a you license then. Eighty one. I had a license. Oh, they let so, you get it early because you were. Yeah. Working? So I, anyways, I had a driver's license. So anyway, John, John Lingo would hang tight. He's got to talk about Indy cars as well. Bill and Lake would also we have one line open three zero three four seven seven fifty six hundred. Myself, Steve Horvath. We'll be right back. This is Drive Radio KLZ five sixty. Can you believe how low rates are staying? Still in the twos. Back in the 40s and the 50s, rates were in the 5 to 6% range. How much longer are you going to wait? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Your home has never been worth more. Take AIM to get that lower rate or shorten your term. Lower your payment and pay thousands less in interest. It's your money. Call 720-895-0500 now. Affordable Interest Mortgage. Locally owned and family operated since 2001. Are you ready for the future financially? Many of our clients have the ability to access their equity for 30 years without raising their payments now. This prepares them for those speed bumps of life. Ask how you can become mortgage safe too. 
Take AIM, 720-895-0500, where a reputation of putting you first and listening to you is unmatched in Colorado. Call 720-895-0500 now so you can focus on what's important, family. Regulated by door NMLS 298-191, equal credit lender. Hi, this is Scott Watley for my friends at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. And not just my friends, but truly, the staff at Lone Tree feels like part of our family. Since 2002, they have provided the very best care for our pets. What we love about Lone Tree Vet is the services they provide covers all of our needs. From preventative care, dentistry, pain management, cardiology, dermatology, and eye care, as well as emergency and critical care. They also offer veterinary surgery and orthopedic care. And when you need to get away, they have a fantastic boarding lodge and a cat boarding lodge that is amazing. If your pet gets to go along, they can even assist you with your travel health certificates. And when your dog needs a little extra instruction, check out the K-9 Academy. They helped us so much when we got a new puppy last year. And then of course, there is a spectacular grooming salon that you and your pet will love. All of this and more at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Oh, and check out the blogs to help you become a better parent at LoneTreeVet.com. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe that all pets deserve to have a good life. Call 303-708-8050. That's 303-708-8050. It's just one stop and all the care you need. Here are the three C's of high performance in less than 60 seconds. Your engine piston rings must have good compression, which makes good combustion, which saves cash at the pump. But you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon. Today's engines use low tension rings, which clog much easier, which lowers compression, combustion, and the amount of cash in your pocket with higher fuel cost and expensive repairs. This problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three C's in just 15 minutes. It has three letters, E, P, as an engine performance restoration that cleans piston rings and restores compression, which increases and saves you. Find a shop with BG products BG. at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. So, at your next oil change, remember the three C's. You will find more of this in your engine and this in your pocket when you clean your engine with BG. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. Myself, Steve Horvath, Geno's Auto Service with us. John and Inglewood, you are next. What's going on, John? Hey, good show, guys. Thank hey, you. I grew up in southern Indiana. I used to, My dad used to take us boys to the Indy 500 all the time. It was really good. And I've been out here for 25, 30 years and been back a couple times. I think the reason why it's, it's kind of lost its luster a little bit, number one, the home and family used to own it. Mm-hmm. They quit putting money into it, and I think since Roger Penske bought it, he's putting money back into it. The other thing I think has happened is you used to have a bunch of different car manufacturers like um, Ferrari, uh, some of the other ones, engine guys, and they were really, really good. Now all you got is Chevy and Honda engines. And also I think another reason why back in 1997, CART, which used to be Indy, split off, and then they become the Indy cars versus the CART cars, and there right. was a big division and a split there, and I don't think people have ever come back to it. I think it's gradually turning, <clears throat> excuse me, turning around, and people are starting 
to go back and see it. And uh, I just think that, you know, they had a lot of these rock shows and a lot of this other pre-programmed stuff that the true race car fans didn't really like. And uh, I don't know. I'm an indie guy. I love it. We were going to go back next year. We were going to go last year but because of COVID, but we're going to go back again next year. And uh, I think Roger Penske is turning it around. I really well, think and, you, and you know what? You just brought up a ton of great points, John, that – uh, I, I guess I probably should have mentioned earlier as well, but, you know, you're spot on. And, yeah, you know, Roger's a guy that, you know, pretty much everything he touches is successful, as you know. I mean, it's just the kind of guy that he is. He doesn't do anything halfway. And if there's anybody that can get that thing revived and back on track, it's him. Yes, that's true. I think the home and family, they were good, but I think they just didn't put any money in the Indy 500 in the last 15, 20 years and just kind of went by the wayside. And NASCAR tried to take over, but I don't uh, – I know NASCAR is popular, but I still favor uh, Indy cars. I agree, and I, I didn't get a chance to get into the difference between the Indy uh, series and the F1 series, but there is a, a vast difference, as you know. They, a lot of folks, you know, le- regular laymen will tell you that they're the same, but they're very different. Yeah. Well, one last thing. I want to thank all the veterans out there. Thank you. Put that out there. Yep. Thanks. Uh, I appreciate it. John, thank you as always. I appreciate it. Great call. And Bill in Lakewood is next. Bill, you're up next. What's going on, sir? Hey, what's up? Hey, I'm, this is a, a recap on when I called. I think I called last week on my Colorado that I was getting that grinding in yes, my Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, well, we had to bring in my wife's car. Uh, the other day to get an upgrade on the computer stuff. So I I had the service, ta- whatever, the service girl, whatever the heck, look underneath the car because it's hard for me to get underneath the car and stuff. And she said on w- the wheel that wasn't making the noise, there was a white cap on the bottom. The side that was making the noise, the grinding, there wasn't a cap. I, I have no idea what she's talking about. So I'm wondering, to me, it sounds like brake got in the, between the pads or something. I'm wondering if I went to the car wash, that the one that, that washed the undercarriage, if that would wash it out. Maybe. I, again, I don't, and I don't know. I, I'm like you. I'm not following what she's yeah. trying to explain. It doesn't I, make I any no sense. I have no idea either. I, you know, she goes, well, we need to put it on the rack. Well, it's mission. I it took my wife. A week to get the car in to get the computer thing, uh, you know, because the the whole dashboard went dark hmm. while she was driving. So so anyway, so I'm, I'm going to bring it back. It, you know, I, and by the way, running it through the car wash isn't going to hurt anything. You could try that first and just see what happens. You're not bothering anything. Just the, that one on Colfax has got a pretty good on the carriage cleaner. Yeah, it's not going to hurt anything to do that. Hey, well, guess what? Guess what? I'm getting ready to do. What are you going to do? I think I'm going to order a Solaire. Oh, are you? I, I can't decide if I should go cheapest or the next one up. One's 129 and one's 329 I I can't tell you. I have no have, idea. have you looked at them? No. Or? No. I have not. One, you know, I don't want the one with the the propane on the in the bottle on the side. Like I told, you know, for you. Yeah. Would, yeah. No. I, and I and again, I. I will probably go a different route, just given the limited time I'll I'll spend, you know, there anyways. And uh, but yeah, let me know how it works out. I'm anxious to see. Yeah, because like I said, I see I've got a 
<laughs> I've got a graveyard of barbecues. And and my newest one is is um um the, 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 what was the big brand name the um anyway their their best barbecue mm. and it's about ten years old. Yeah, you do. It's just it's just getting time to yeah to, to change it. You know. Yeah. It's just, yeah. No, I no, I you, just let me know how it goes. I'm anxious to hear. Because see, mine's got an infrared burner and everything right. on it. Right. Right. It's really me and my wife most of the time now, and I'm burning all this propane to heat up this gigantic yeah. barbecue. Yeah, no, great know? point. Great point. Okay. All right, Bill. Appreciate it very much. As always, uh, don't forget, question of the day, what's your favorite war movie? 303-477-5600 is our phone number. we got, uh, got a couple of lines open. Call us. We'll get you right on air. And uh, Tracy is up next in Broomfield. Tracy, welcome. Oh, good morning, folks. How are we doing, sir? Oh, doing good so far. Happy good. weekend. Good. <laughs> I was. Uh, I just got a Cadillac CTS. It's a 2010 with like 87,000 miles on it, and it's got that 3.6 direct injection engine in it. And I was thinking I ought to take it somewhere and kind of baseline it with a tranny flush and a engine intake clean and mm-hmm. brake fluid flush and all that stuff. Is there? Anybody in particular that you could recommend that knows those cars? Or? Yeah, drive that up to Josh up in Boulder at Legacy, and he'd be happy to help you with that. Yeah, it's right up his alley. Oh, okay. Not Great. that far I from you. You can Boulder. make it from your place to his in 20, 30 minutes max. Well, I work at the university. There oh, anyway. perfect. There you go. So he'll shuttle you well, back and forth perfect. or give you a loaner car even if you need to. You know, that, the manual says I'm not supposed to put any oil treatment or additives in it or it'll damage the engine. Is that true or no. is that that's not true. That, that sounded weird to me. Does he do alignments up there? He sure does. Yep, sure does. Got all the That's latest and greatest hunter stuff for you. Okay, good. Is there anything else you can think of? That no, I, I think you're on do? the right track. I would, you know, have him go through it, which he will anyways. You know, just do a full bumper to bumper inspection, check everything while you're at it. You know, look at the transmission fluid and just everything else that's there fluid wise as well. And then, you know, at 87k, you need to look at hoses and belts and just just give it a good once over. To your point, get a nice baseline on it, get the things done you need now, and then off you go. Done deal. You think? You think those things will hold up for a while, or sure. have problems with them? Good. Okay. The biggest That's problem that Cadillacs had, and uh, they got better as time went on, is the electrical side of the fence. That's the biggest issues they have. Engine-wise, oh, really? that's a good engine. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Very good engine. Yeah. Is the transmission pretty good in that one? Yep. Too? Yeah. You good. should be good there. Again, the biggest issues they had is you know part of the electrical issues. You know, Tracy is just there's just so much on them. There's a lot there. Yeah. There's a lot going on. Yeah. A lot of gadgets. Yep. A lot of gadgets. <laughs> Good. Okay, I'll check him out. You're in good shape. He'll take good care of you. Very good. All right, Tracy. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come right back. Bottom of the hour. Myself, Steve Horvath. Any questions, comments, anything you got going on, we're here to answer them. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. 
Chris owns a heating and air conditioning company and needs a reliable auto repair shop to maintain his fleet of service fans. Uh, it's Chris uh, with Rock Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, and we have used a bunch of different companies in the past that we weren't particularly happy with. He keeps trying different places, but they have generally high prices and they charge inconsistent amounts for the same service. Services weren't the same across the board. For one van, they would charge us X price. For one van, for the same service, it would charge us more. So it was never consistency. Then Chris finds extreme auto repair in Parker. He tours their facility and talks to their technicians. They just really made you feel at home, and I never got that feeling that they would want to take advantage of me, which is important to me. Now, Chris gives all of his business to Extreme Auto Repair in Parker because they provide reliable service at consistent prices. Consistency, quality, and the biggest thing is trust. I trust them completely with all of our service fans because anything they do, they've got my best interest at heart. KLZradio.com slash extreme. Promises kept. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. You want to protect your classic car in the event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise Colorado hailstorm, but you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle. Paul Nigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car. Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. Unlike other forms of insurance, though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. You've put a lot of work into that car, so the real value far exceeds the book price. GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162. Hi, this is Al Smith with Golden Eagle Financial. You're listening to John Rush on Drive Radio because you want to do what's best for your automobile. As a financial advisor who specializes in retirement planning, I help people do what's best for their finances as they enter or prepare for that next phase in their lives. Events like 2008 and COVID-19 have had devastating consequences for many people's retirement savings. A healthcare crisis can derail a well-planned retirement if it's not taken into consideration. When I meet with my clients, we talk about protected growth of their assets and how careful planning can address unforeseen circumstances. For a Zoom meeting with me, Al Smith, or a visit to my office with social distancing, Call 303-744-1128 or visit my website, goldeneaglefinancialltd.com. Advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, an SEC-registered investment advisor. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. I do appreciate it very much. Steven in the Springs, welcome. What's going on, sir? Good morning, Sir John. Just quickly, Saving Private Ryan, although the girls won't watch it because the 
opening is way too intense. It's pretty intense. Great movie, though. We talked about that yesterday. It's just one of the best movies yep. of all, I think. Not just war movies, okay. Steve, but one of the best movies of all time, period. You bet. And then you're entirely correct. Big difference between IndyCar, Formula One Grand Prix, the design. Because, as you know, IndyCar is just go around around the circle where you got to have ex- outstanding handling on all different track conditions on the Grand Prix circuit. Anyway, I was going to uh, chat real quickly about Tesla. I don't know if you're on the eccentric Elon mailing list, but I, uh, I, I do it just to keep. I just do it to keep up with SpaceX and yeah. all things Tesla. Yeah. Anyway, you were talking about Tesla, and this is going to be a game changer. He emailed the other day. He's coming up with this new program, probably a separate corporate entity called SAV, Shared Autonomous Vehicle. The way it works is when you get to the office, 95% of these cars stay parked all the time, whether it's in an airport or a business, house, whatever. So let's say you get to your office or you get to the airport. You punch a button that says join the fleet, and that thing goes out and makes 25 to 30 grand a year while you're doing something else. Wow. And that's going to that's gonna be a game changer. Yes, it is. In the sense, it will probably be, I'm guessing, I don't know, but probably be taxed as like passive rental income, I'm hoping. And then the, the last item, I had not driven a test until weeks, two weeks ago. And this guy, Jay, he was a 32-year ASC master mechanic guy. He just, he's a Tesla cheerleader. One of the things he mentioned that I was unaware of is that thing's got nine cameras. And some gal smacked him, didn't run. Well, guess what, folks? It's all there for the cops. Mm-hmm. License plate, person, everything. Mm-hmm. And that's probably worth it in today's world where you've got so many distracted, texting, talking, shaving, putting on makeup drivers. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I was impressed and uh, changed my whole idea on buying a Tesla for the same reason that you mentioned as far as seven, eight year break even. But if that puppy's doing 25, 30 grand a year income, I'm there. That's a, yeah, well, that's a game changer, you know, on that end of it. Uh, yeah, totally. And again, for all of you listening, and I've talked about this, you know, numerous times. In the past, if you've never driven an electric vehicle and you get a chance to drive one, and by the way, I don't care what it is, Steve, any electric vehicle is, is just a totally different experience than driving yep. a you know gasoline or diesel-powered vehicle. And if you if you get a chance to drive any of them that are especially a little bit peppier, faster, whatever you want to say, it's one of those things where I'm not exaggerating, Steve, you know now from driving one, once you drive one, and you're in it. It's it's very addictive because it's it's just instantaneous yep. power. There's no waiting for an engine to wind up or transmissions to shift or any other. I mean, really, it's a matter of you hold onto the wheel and step the gas because you're going. Hmm. Uh, it, it's a game changer, and I agree. Uh, he goes to see his mother in uh, Vegas quite a bit, and they've got uh, two thirty volt power charging stations in Green River. You know, you got to stop and eat and pee anyway. Right. By the time he gets done at two thirty volts, he's ready to go. And it is just an amazing vehicle. As you know, everything's controlled by your phone. You've got a panel about the size of a laptop screen. Control everything on your phone. Mm-hmm. It is unbelievable. I agree. Yeah, no, it, it really is. It's, it is a, a total, total game changer. And uh, there's a lot of, I think, just old-time car guys. And, you know, I, I'll honestly say I was one of those guys for a long time. But once you get into it and you... Uh, in my case, you know, own, I don't own a Tesla, but own a you know Chevy Bolt. But once you own one and start driving it, it yeah, it's it it's just I don't know how to. It's, it's a, hard to describe, Steve. I really don't know how. I mean, it's yeah, just a it it's a feeling of really it's it's exhilarating. It's fast. It's it's quiet. 
I, I mean, it's just a driving experience like you've never had before, and I just don't. It, it's hard to describe. I don't. Know, I really don't know how to describe yeah. it. It's exhilarating. Does the bolt have the auto braking when you let off the gas? Yes. I thought it would. Yes. And then the last item. What do you think a 1933 Cadillac V12 is worth? Oh, wow. I have no this thing idea. Is, this thing is pristine, and it looks like FDR just drove it down from Hyde Park to the Capitol. <laughs> it is just amazing. Complete and car? And I just happened to run into it. Huh? Complete car? Sorry? So it's, it's a total it complete perfect. car? All done, ready to go? Oh, yeah. Total. Complete. Uh, he was an estate deal. A friend of mine with Remax listed the place. You're going to love this place. Being a car guy, nine car warehouse storage, six bay complete operation with oil drain pits, plus a very cool six thousand square foot house with killer views of the peak. Nice. Doesn't get much better. I mean, there's one never on a one. website I've never heard of called Dialer that shows the value of about sixty five thousand. I honestly, Steve, have no idea. None. Me neither. I think it could be worth more. Hey, last question. Going back to last week um, on the issue of corrosion on brand new rotor hub assemblies mm-hmm. i talked to the parts guys and he said well i'll replace them i said well let me think about that because i'd like some assurance that after replacing them it's not going to happen again right right so what 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 do you think well i think i would take him up on the replacement initially if he says he'll do it just go ahead and do it and then see what happens and i would look at the new ones that you're getting right out of the box and see number one are they you know, are they coated with anything, or are we going to have the same issues again? Given the fact yeah. he's going to give you new ones, if they're not coated, you could coat them yourselves. It wouldn't take much to put some clear, you know, some clear coat, you know, on that part of it that you've had issues with, and at least protect them. But I would at least take him up on well, his offer. Yeah, I'm going to have to take the hit, labor to reinstall, but at least he's trying to do the right thing. He's just yes. place them. So. Yes. Yeah, okay. I would. Thank you for much. Sure. No, I appreciate it. Okay. Steve. Thank you very much. As always, it's a, it's a great uh, joy talking to you. And have a great weekend as well. Randy in Detroit, what's going on, sir? Hey, John, how we doing? Good. When uh, you moving back, Randy? Uh, well, we got to be there on the eighth because we got to okay. go to Denver for okay. some uh, issues. Okay. But anyway, uh, on '99 Jeep Cherokee Sport, the front wheel axles, or not the axles, the uh, joints, the U joints. Yes. Uh, I had them lube mine up. One was pretty good. One there any instead of the nipple thing on there, right, but right. the one wouldn't. The one wouldn't take any. So. I had two-part question is, number one, he, he wants to uh, see about maybe changing off dessert, trying to get some lube in there. Uh, so the first part of the question, should I try that route or just figure they've been in there eight, nine, ten years, just go ahead and replace them? And after you give me your opinion on that, then tell me what the the actual function of that is. Is that only for, like, if I'm off, off-roading or what's the worst-case scenario up here? If it goes on me, or do I really just not worry about it unless you're off-roading? I mean, no, I mean, they're driving. Those sure things are turning all the time. They drive. Well, let's see. What yours, yours is a 99. It's got an axle disconnect. Right. They're still spinning. There's no power to them, but they are spinning. When you engage four-wheel right. drive is when there's actually uh, resistance, I guess would be the best way to say it. There's power going through them to the wheel when you're in four-wheel drive. Right. But, no, they are, even in two-wheel drive, two-wheel drive mode, they are turning. And if one of them were to fail, you would you would know it. You wouldn't want them to. Well, yeah, I, I'm hoping I would get an indication, like some type of, you know, like, like I guess there's bearings in there. I'd get, like, a, a, a noisy bearing sound. Uh, no, an axle joint will make more of a clunking, ticking, that kind of a noise. Ah, uh, okay. Now, you're saying the, the grease circuit's frozen up and he can't get anything in there? 
I think you know. I think yeah, he definitely slide. You can well, slide it. It's a U well, joint, obviously. Yeah, he said something about it. Uh, it. It might be you know, I don't know where he used. He couldn't get it. He's going to try and blow it out, and then he mentioned maybe replacing. The, yeah, uh, that's really the easy dirt, to replace that. I mean, it just uh, but also my other question was, you know, I asked him. I said, well, how much did the other side take? And he said. He, take as far as lube and he said not much and I was thinking well that's good then it can't be down that low but then I started thinking about it and picking my own brain and I'm like well it's probably not not that much in there to begin with yeah maybe so two, maybe am two I right pump. or maybe wrong yeah maybe two pumps with the grease circ gun you know I mean right you know you just kind of do it until you see a little bit come out and then you kind of stop because you don't want it splattering right. everywhere but but I mean if, if they've been in there for like I'm going to say seven eight nine years I mean am I am, and he couldn't get in the end, and I think I still have some. Some well, it has to be something in there, but yeah, and, and half of it up. But have the seven, eight, nine years. How many? How much has had power to it for that amount? You know, so you know, well, even though it's been there a while, it really hasn't been used like the rear U joint would be used, where it's used. Yeah, right. Wheeling would. So I forty percent. Yeah. So I, yeah, you, you're you're. I think you'd be fine if you could get some grease in there, and uh, they would okay. last. They last quite a while. I like those better than the CV joints personally, but because the boots don't yeah. care. And... If I do replace them, do you think it's better that I, because I don't know if this is true or not. I heard that the ones that were not greasable were, uh, let's say, more more sturdy, more more stronger or what have you. You just can't grease them. Is it is that true, number one? Or I guess another way of saying it, should I get the ones that are greasable or not? Get the sealed unit. It, it doesn't uh, matter. Yeah. I, anymore, I think what we've, you know, used to be back in the day, every technician wanted greasable joints. And I think what we've learned over the years is, as long as you get the things really greased up properly on the initial install and nothing is, is you know, getting the grease to remove from said area, all you're really doing right. when you put new grease in is, in some cases, introducing... Uh, well, you're, you're sometimes breaking the seal to where you end up with more things back inside the joint than if you were to have left it alone to begin with. That's why the factories, frankly, started going to sealed joints, because they lasted uh-huh. longer. Well, if if we don't if we put money as you know not an issue, uh, should I figure? Hey, you know, just go ahead and replace them. They've been in there eight years or whatever. They yeah. Been, if, you, if you can, you know, you yeah, know. as a maintenance item at that time, if you've got the ability to do it, of course. But is it a have yeah. to? I'm with Steve. Probably not. Okay. Well, I'm just thinking about you know the 1100 mile road trip. I don't want that thing going out. I mean, I, I mean, I'd rather if he can't get that dirt to go in there and get grease in there. I'm probably going to have. If they're not, you know, but on the same token, if they're not loose right now and there's no play in them, no. uh, you're not going to have any power to them in this trip. I, I wouldn't lose any sleep yeah. over it. Yeah, they're, actually, they're, he they're said everything looked really good. I wouldn't worry he, about you know, it. He'd even give me a. He said, you know, you get a year out of that. Everything looks good. I said, okay, I'll give that to the tow truck driver then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I'd worry about it. Okay. Well, all right. You guys have a great day. Hey, you do the same, Randy. I appreciate it very much. Let's take a quick time out. We'll come back. What's your favorite war movie is the question of the day, plus anything else you've got for us. 303-477-5600 is the number. Give us a call. We'll get you right on air. Otherwise, Steve and myself will be right back. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes, And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa. Get the good stuff. 
John Rush personally uses Novus Autoglass to maintain his fleet of company trucks. All of his trucks tend to be in the same place at the same time on Friday mornings. So every Friday morning without fail, John's local Novus guy comes by to check all of the windshields on his company fleet. That's at least 50 different windshields. On the spot, any new little chip or crack gets immediately repaired. Since John self-insures his glass repair and replacement, Novus offers him a discounted cash price. Even more importantly, John saves a lot of money in the long run by repairing those chips and cracks immediately instead of waiting to replace all of those windshields down the road. He'd much rather pay $40 or $50 per vehicle for regular repairs than pay hundreds or even thousands of dollars to replace each of those windshields. Take care of your company vehicles. Visit drive-radio.com slash Novus now and schedule regular maintenance for your fleet. Novus Autoglass, the inventors of windshield repair. Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance offers a rebate program unlike any other. Every year that you don't file a claim, you get a certain percentage of your money back. Just one example of how Paul Lewinberger, the personal insurance agent of John Rush, keeps your rates so low. He rewards his customers for their diligence and responsibility. Paul can also help you strategize about when to file a claim and when to pay out of pocket so you save more money in the long run. You don't want to shop online for insurance because you have no idea what you're buying. You need Paul Lewinberger with American National, the no surprises insurance agent. Call 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. And ask Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance for details about his unique rebate program for home and auto insurance. Talk to somebody with the expertise to advise you so you get the coverage you expect. Top auto manufacturers admit that today's high-tech engines on average can use a quart of oil every thousand miles. Why? To meet the government's fuel economy mandates, they use the faster-moving low-tension piston rings that can clog quickly, reducing power, causing poor fuel economy. The performance oil service from BG Products cleans piston rings and restores the fuel system. And it's backed up with lifetime protection for the engine. Ask your service advisor about the BG Performance Oil Service or go to BGFindashop.com. That's BGFindashop.com. BG. Save thousands of dollars by extending the life of your roof instead of replacing it with RoofMax. The cost of asphalt roofing products has already gone up 20% and will likely go up another 20 to 25% this summer. To make matters worse, it's getting harder to find quality contractors, which means the cost of labor has gone up recently. As roof replacements become more and more expensive, roofing companies will start passing along that cost to their customers. Roof rejuvenation with RoofMax could save you up to 85% by adding years of performance to your asphalt roofing. Just one application of their all-natural bio-oil immediately adds five years to your roof, guaranteed. With up to three applications every five years, RoofMax could help your roof last up to 15 years longer. Call Dave Hart with RoofMax in South Aurora now at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. All right, Drive Radio KLZ 560. Dan Mueller joining us here. We'll talk to Dan in just one moment, so glad you're here. That's great to be here. Right, yeah, you got to use the other one, number one. Oh, number one? That's why I put the different color on it for you there. Oh, thank you. Yeah, there you go. Now you can hear me. Is that better? Yeah, Charlie doesn't like that, though. 
He's, he wants to kill my mic all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, we'll get to Dan in a minute. Glenn and Parker, you're next. What's going on, sir? Yeah, hi. I've got a new car on order, and it, it has 20-inch wheels. And so I want to replace them immediately with 18-inch wheels. And the, uh, the, the OEM um, offset is 50 millimeters. And I've found some wheels that, that come with 45, which is actually really a really good fit from a scrub radius standpoint. Okay. But there's a lot bigger selection at 40 millimeter offset. And so my question is, if I, if I have some scrub radius that's off by like 10 millimeters, should I be concerned about that? What car is it? Uh, Kia Telluride. Uh, probably won't be an issue on that car. Okay. I'm I, I just trying to think, you know, and the only reason I say that is you, what you're going to run into more than anything is just the, the clearance factor of, you know, tur- you know when you turn the the wheel inside the front wheel well and all of that, it's a bigger, but I, I from memory, I think you've got more than enough room, you should be fine. Yeah, yeah, I know, in 45 would be better than 40 from that regard, too. Right. Um, although, uh, yeah, because I'm, I'm reading forums, and people that are picking wheels that have like 35 no. Millimeter, they're having uh, yeah, no, problems. No, that's, yeah, besides the fact they look stupid. <laughs> it's my own <laughs> yeah. opinion, but I think they do. I think they look stupid when you do that. So why, why are you going from 20 to 18? Uh, well, I can answer. Glenn, yeah, you want me to answer that, or yeah. you want to? Well, you know, sure. potholes. I don't, I don't. Potholes are around what? here, Glenn. I'll just tell you, even even for you guys listening, even with SUVs, twenty-inch wheels with that short sidewall, and our potholes and stuff in Colorado in the winter time, they are horrendous on wheels and tires, right, Glenn? Okay. Well, yeah, and not only that, you know, it snows here. Yes. And I can I can air down for snow or sand and get a longer contact patch. That's right. And you got a big you got a big rim. You know, you just don't get that benefit. You. Glenn, I, I'm on your side. I, you know, Nish was going to say why. Well, then when you told me the vehicle and the the size, I'm like, oh yeah, I, I yeah, I, I understand that one. I, I get okay. it. And and by the way, the ride comfort is better with the 18s versus the 20s. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. Also, um, if I can fit in another one. Sure. Uh, the 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 width I'm going with is 265. Um, it's a 265 60 18. Okay. Do you think an eight inch rim would be better than an eight and a half? Um, I, I I don't want to you know scruff it up against curbs, so uh, I'm I'm kind of concerned about eight and a half rim, but I'm not I'm not sure. I, I don't know that it would matter much either way on that one. I think that's going to be more of what do you find that fits that offset better? Is that would be more my concern than even the width. Yeah, well, and, and it's just all of, along the lines of what's what's available. You know, just trying to yes. open it up because um, it's you know the OEM wheels look great on, on these cars, you know, especially GM products. And then you look at what's available in the aftermarket, and it's just like you know it looks like a bunch of car wheels. Uh, and yeah. it's just you can't you can't. You, and so I'm just trying to have a better selection by you know being a little more flexible in what I what I can can get. No, you, you are you're 100 percent correct. The, the other thing too, and you already know this, but for everybody else listening, if you're going to change wheels, especially on I believe the larger SUVs like this vehicle, Glenn, is also make sure you're buying a hub-centric wheel as well, not a lug-centric. Hubs? Okay, that's a new term I wasn't even familiar with. So hub-centric, hub-centric. yeah, no, I'm glad, you're, I'm glad we're going down this road, because a hub-centric wheel centers the wheel, and the weight of the axle is centered on the hub of the wheel itself. That's a hub-centric wheel. If you do a lug-centric wheel, the, the hub does not match up to the wheel and the hub, you know, because every vehicle has on the hub, on the center hub itself, there's a little bit of a lip there where the tire or the wheel assembly, I should say, fits over that, that 
shoulder. Let me say it that way. It just fits up against the shoulder, and that bears the weight of the wheel onto the axle itself. Lug-centric, name says it all. The lugs are carrying the weight of the vehicle, not the hub. Okay, well, if I match the OEM bore, would that inherently be hub-centric? Yes, 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 it would be. Okay, all right, so I'll just... Uh, uh, and they, they also make just, well. and I've never used these, but from what I understand, they don't work too badly. They do make a, a, a hub ring, so if you find a wheel that's not quite the same hub-wise, Glenn, you can put a spacer that would go inside the wheel over the hub and then still make it a hub-centric wheel. It works. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. It's a plastic little thing. It's not my favorite, but, but if you had to, you know... And buy a few extra. You could, yeah. If you had to, you could use Because <laughs> they're going to break and fall off, and you're going right. to lose one. And, <laughs> just. Okay. And, and for everybody listening, well, the reason why I'm a big one on the heavier vehicles doing hub-centric is because of what I just said as far as the weight capacity and such goes. Uh, you know, smaller vehicles and such, Glenn, where you're not carrying any weight or whatever, yeah, a lug-centric wheel works fine. But on the bigger vehicles, I like the hub-centric wheels. When they're going to shimmy. Well, at least, it's right. not compli- at least it's not complicated. No, that's right. <laughs> exactly. You got it. <laughs> Okay, great. Well, thank you, John. You're very welcome, Glenn. I appreciate it very much. So, all right. So, Dan. Okay. You, you got something you want to play first before we get so, going here? Okay, so favorite war movies. Yes. So, we were talking, yeah, listening to you and Andy yesterday. You guys had a great selection. Now, I didn't get to listen to all of it, so I don't know if you mentioned 12 O'Clock High with Gregory Peck. Uh, I think and, somebody may have, but I don't know the movie. Okay. So And so, it's a, it's a fantastic movie about... Um, daylight precision bombing in World War II and the trying it out because all the bombing was done at night because the, the airplanes were tougher targets then for the anti-aircraft and fighter planes couldn't come get sure, them. Sure, because you couldn't see them. Right. And we didn't have the radar capabilities and all that then that we have now, right? Correct. Absolutely correct. So they, do it, so they did all that at night. They did. And it stars Gregory Peck, who I, I just think is wonderful. And this little clip I've got is, well, John, it'd be kind of like you dealing with a millennial at, uh, at Rush Management. <laughs> okay, let's hear okay, it. Okay, let's hear it. All right. Okay, so he's pulling up to the guard chair. I don't know okay. why we're replaying it. But... You know me, soldier? No, sir. Then why are you admitting me to this station? I saw it was a staff car, sir. Gurig could have been in it. There's my AGO card. The general may proceed, sir. Soldier, this is a military post, not a zoo. From now on, you'll check everyone who enters, and without exception. Take a good look at me. If you or any man on this post passes me up again without saluting, even if I'm a block away, you'll wonder what fell on you. So is that the morning staff <laughs> meetings at, at Rush Family? Yeah, 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 that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't think that would work well with today's millennials. Uh, probably not. No. <laughs> no. no. So, but I, it's just a great, it's actually, there's actually a leadership course built around 12 O'Clock High. Oh, really? Movie, and it's I fantastic. did not know that. Yeah, it's, it's okay. a great, great movie. I'll check it out. Okay. So I, I, I just love it. So you have some experience yeah. here up in Boulder with one of our... Uh, Shops. Oh, yeah, well, first of all, let me just say something. Yeah. As you guys know, I do a lot, a lot of driving. Yes, you do. And as a matter of fact, last week I drove 3,500 miles in town. In one week. In one week. Holy so God. I had my oil changed last Thursday. I've got it scheduled to get changed on Friday of, of, uh, next, of this upcoming week. So it'll be 6,000 miles on it by then, I'm pretty wow. sure. But anyway, so I have been around to most of the Colorado Select Shops. Mm-hmm. And I've been over to uh, Geno's. I've mm-hmm. been over to Extreme. Uh, of course, when uh, Larry's uh, Automotive was here, I did a lot of work with Jeff Kitty. And then Toon Tech. Yep. And now I wanted to try Legacy. It's, you know, it's just all card. You know, I'm still sure. kind of part of the whole deal sure. over here. And sure. so I just really enjoy it. I'll tell you what, if you're on the northwest side of town, if you're in that Boulder, Longmont, uh, even Fort Collins, Louisville, Superior, Louisville, all that, yeah. 
go there. Yep. It is an absolutely fantastic, wonderful shop. Yep. They'll, 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 they'll look over your car. They'll come up with things that you may not know about, but they'll also you know, schedule. They'll, um, and they do the EPR and the MOA and all that kind of stuff for the, on the oil changes. Um, I just I was so impressed with their service, John, that I, I was I was absolutely blown away. So Josh now, is the a only good thing guy. I asked them, I said, you know, how can such a cool shop be located in Boulder? <laughs> I said, I just don't get it. You guys are all like normal people here. And they said, well, Dan, if you've noticed, we're in the very eastern part of Boulder. We've we've almost escaped. <laughs> yep. And I said, okay, I get it. And so yep. that's <laughs> yep. so it's but it's um it's it's wonderful. It's a fantastic shop, John, and I highly recommend it. Josh so, is a great guy. Yeah. And for those of you listening, and you probably heard me talk about him numerous times. So Josh is also one of my one of my clients. Been come, really over time, just become a great friend. And he, yeah, he does. He runs a fabulous shop up in that Boulder area. And uh, uh, by the way, also on the diesel side of the fence, there's a lot of you out there driving diesels. You don't know where to go. Um, Josh also is your guy there, so he can work on your heavy truck, your diesel, does everything you need front, you know, to Dan's point, front to back, you name it, he can do it all. Oh yeah, well they know that time is critical for me, so that I had to get the transmission or what is it actually the transfer case and the differential mm-hmm. fluids changed, and Mazda requires that you use their their fluid. So even before I had the car scheduled there, Justin, the, the, the service writer there, he ordered the fluid, made sure it was there at the shop. Nice. So that when I brought the car in, it was just done right away. Nice. And was, you can't beat that kind of service. No, nope, they do a great job. So again, that, that's a testament to not only you know, Josh up in Boulder, but really everybody from uh, Steve, like that. Steve yeah. to Ken to Extreme to Arvada West to, you know, I can just go, go down the list, all of them. Everybody we've got are just those type of individuals and take real pride in what's going on. And uh, on top of that, want to make sure your vehicle, I say this all the time, and I really do mean it. I, I talk about this with Steve really on a daily basis. They want to make sure your vehicle will last as long as possible, thereby saving you the most money, because that's how it works. Right, Steve? I agree. Yes. And having a plan. The cheapest, yeah, vehicle, plan, absolutely. The cheapest vehicle you can drive is the one you own. <laughs> you guys, I've hosted this show enough that you guys know I know nothing about. I mean, you know, I just put gas in it and you know, get the oil changer. And, and as a matter of fact, if it wasn't for this show... I probably would be going through engines because I never bothered to change the oil in, in the past, you know. So this this show has done a lot to make me a better consumer or a better car owner. And uh, but you cannot beat the service and the relationships that you can build at a Colorado Select uh, facility. They're just they're just fantastic. They're good guys, and yeah. again, they sit in with us on a regular basis. You know, Jeff over at JC's British and Four x Four, same thing. So all of them specialize in different things. By the way. Uh, you know, again, I said Josh up in Boulder does a lot of uh, diesel work. I know Extreme does as well, but Frank in Arvada West does, but others don't. You know, in Steve's case, you don't do a lot of diesel work. Nope. It's nope. not not one of those things that you're. No, it's not my accustomed thing. to. Yeah, and I think it's one of those things if you're not don't dabble. No, you either, either got to do, do it or don't. don't do it at all. Yeah. No, you're so correct. You the tooling, everything it so. takes to do it, you either do it all or you don't do it. You either do all of it or none. That's how that works. Yeah, so, that yeah. makes total sense. Oh, thanks. Hey, can we change the program just for a second to yeah. fix it radio? Sure. So I'm thinking about putting in a new garbage disposal. Oh, okay. I, 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 know that, I mean, I see quarter horsepower. I see half horsepower. I see... Oh, okay, so... What, what's, you know, what size should you get? What, well, what should you do? I'll tell you. Let's come back and talk about it. All right, that sounds All right, good. So don't go anywhere. <laughs> Hour number two is next. This is Drive Radio and some Fix It Radio as well, but we'll come back. Don't worry. KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com, email your questions and comments, download previous programs, and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers 
on KLZ 560.